everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we head to, oh, which pole, which of the poles has penguins? I think it's <laughs> the it South Pole. I think it's the South Pole. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Polar bears <laughs> on the north? I don't know. I can't remember either. I think, uh, oh, but God. anyway, I'm looking it up while you talk. <laughs> All right. You can re- fact check it live. Uh, we're heading to one of the poles, the one with penguins. And the we are going to be playing the game Pittsburgh. Hey, that's in my Pitts- fish. Wait, no, that's a hockey team. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this game is from Fantasy Flight currently, but it was published by um, oh, what is it? Matigo, I think, had one of the. the oh no, I'm trying the to. The version I uh, have Mayfair. is Sorry. Fantasy Flight. Yeah, Fantasy Flight is the current and probably most common publisher, but I think Mayfair. Was the more was the original one? Uh, but anyway, Fantasy Flight is the one that you're probably going to find if you look it up right now to purchase it, and it is uh, definitely still available. So, hey, that's my fish, designed by Gunter Cornet and Alvidas Jakeliunas. Jakeliunas. I am so sorry about mispronouncing your name, <laughs> but that's as close as I can get. And uh, this is a game that plays two to four players. It is a very quick, light game. It plays in about, I don't know, I, it says 20 minutes on Board Game Geek, but I think uh, we got our last playthrough in, like, what, f- seven minutes? <laughs> it was very fast. Yeah, it, it goes very real fast. quick. Yeah, once you get into it, especially playing two players, it's really quick. It's more just like a head-to-head, quick, like, choo-choo-choo-choo, uh, work, uh, placing worker uh, strategically game. Um, this game is uh, great. Yeah, I'd never played this before. I'd see, of course, heard of this game. I'm sure if you've been around gaming, you've probably heard of this game. It came out originally in 2003, and uh, obviously, it's popular enough that Fantasy Flight picked it up and continues to publish it. So it is still out there. In fact, it's only 11 bucks on Amazon. I'm sure you can get it cheaper as well, even in your local game store. I see this used actually quite a bit, uh, or I did when I was going to game stores more often. So this is uh, this is out there, out there, and ready to be picked up by anybody. But uh, yeah, let's get into how you play this game. It's very simple. So uh, Alex, you want to take it away? All right. But before I take it away, from what I can gather on the internet, really quickly and very poorly, uh, is that they live. They all live in the southern hemisphere. So okay. they they live in every continent in the southern hemisphere. Is what I can. Gather. All right. So they must be in the South Pole then. All right. Well, fair enough. There we go. There we go. All right, so how to play this game. Uh, So this game, each player will grab their color of penguins. Um, Each player can have up to four penguin tokens. Uh, The amount of penguins you technically get is based on the number of players. Uh, The more players, the fewer penguins you get. Uh, So if it's a two-player game, you get all four of your penguins. Uh, And if it's a four-player game, you only get two of your penguins. And if it's three, you get three. Uh, then you will set up the ice flows. Uh, I just learned by reading the rules that ice flow is spelled F-L-O-E, not F-L-O-W. There's there's a difference. I didn't know that. All right. So <laughs> uh, there are hexagonal little tiles uh, that you will kind of form into, God, I don't even know how to describe this, a grid-ish like pattern. I mean, technically it's a hexagonal grid. Uh and it's they're, they're stuttered kind of if you look at the US flag how the stars are and if 
depending if, if there's still 50 stars on the flag when you're listening to this, I guess. Uh, so it's a, a seven, eight, seven, eight, seven, eight type step. In, in total, there are 60 hexagonal tiles, uh, and they all have a certain amount of fish on them. Uh, they each have a varying amount. 30 of them have only one fish, 20 of them have two fishes, and 10 of them have three fishes on them. Uh, the goal of the game is to collect the most fish by the end. Uh, and essentially what you're going to do is at the beginning of the game, each player, starting with the youngest player, uh, will add one of their penguins anywhere they want to on this uh, hexagonal grid uh, on to basically cl- stake a claim. Uh, and you will continue going around in a clockwise fashion, everyone adding a penguin until everyone's penguin has been added to the board. From then on, you will just be moving your penguins. Uh, so to move a penguin, what you're going to do is pick up one of your penguins and move it as far as you want, uh, basically in any one of six directions. Uh, so you can always go you know, a- across an edge, but not across the edge parallel. You have to go perpendicular through edges, kind of like uh, uh, rooks on a chessboard, except for now you have six directions rather than four directions. Uh, so there's no weird, <laughs> I guess it's, it's hard to call it diagonal. We don't live very much in a hexagonal world. We tend to think very square grid like, so we don't really have words for this kind of stuff. Uh, so, uh, you can move as far as you want to, uh, as long as there's nothing impeding your progress. So you can't, uh, move past another penguin, even if it's your own penguin, you can't move, move past an open, uh, empty space. Uh, and you also can't. I guess bend around things as the the rules tend to indicate. So you can it has to be a straight line. Uh, and you, as soon as you stop there, after you've stopped, you will pick up the hexagon uh, hexagonal token piece that you started on and add it to your collection. So all of those fish that you started on, they're yours now. Uh, and then it's the next person's turn to move a penguin, and it continues going on. People moving penguins, blocking each other, uh, opening up different pathways, kind of carving out different regions. Uh, and then eventually they get to a point where either someone can't move any of their penguins or it's pretty clear who's got the claim of what. Uh, and you can just go, all right, these are probably all mine because if I make this pattern, I can get all of them there. And anything that someone can't get, those are gone. Anything that a penguin is still standing on but can't move, that's still claimed by who was ever on it. Uh, so it's not that you have to get off of it to claim it. As long as at some point in time you stepped on it, it's yours. Uh, and then at the end, uh, once everything is collected and in your own little space, you will count up how many fish you have. Whoever collected the most fish wins the game. Uh, if there is a tie, which we just played a game and we tied, uh, the tiebreaker is whoever collected the most ice flows. Uh, so whoever has the most actual tiles wins the game. And bar- barring that or bearing that, I'm not really sure how that <laughs> phrase works. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's a it's deemed a tie. So if you still have an equal amount of ice flows, uh, tied players tie end with a tie. It's 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 a shared victory, I guess. Uh, and that that is how to play. And there you go. Yeah. So this uh, the feel of this is basically like it's kind of like uh, checkers or chess ish in you know maneuvering and blocking and. Uh, around the board, these ice flows, these uh, disappearing ice flows are really fun, too. I really The effect of the board slowly disappearing and you're trying to lobby for real estate on this slowly disappearing ice flow is really cool. I have to say I'm really impressed with the design for being so simple but capturing their theme surprisingly well. Um, 
really impressed with Hey That's My Fish. So yeah, this was um I only we only played this two player. You've played this with more players. What are your thoughts on player counts? Um, I mean the game changes a lot based on player count. I've played it all all player counts two, three, and four. It's it's really interesting because in a two player game it's very head to head. You know exactly, all right, once I make my move, they've got one move and it's then it's back to my turn. So I can kind of plan out all right, if I go here, chances are they're probably going to go over there. Uh, I kind of have to watch that. Can I give this up? If I go here, am I going to lose this territory? There's a lot more like, okay, you can have to stop and think about it. The more players you add, it's harder to plan it because, again, there's there's two turns happening in between your turns, and also you have to kind of worry about, well, do I think they're going to try and edge out my opponent, or are they going to try and edge out me? And so it gets definitely much more difficult. Plus, you have fewer things to move, so it's harder to control different areas. So it gets a little bit more, you know, <clears throat> difficult to kind of plan things out, and you just kind of have to go for the best. And once you go up to four, it's even more complicated because, again, you have less penguins, and there's even more turns happening between yours, so you really you may have to build alliances. Not that I've ever played a game where it's just like you and me, where it's going to be down to us, but <laughs> that, that would be an interesting uh, way to play it. But uh, I've never right. done that, but it definitely, it, it changes the game. It's less, the two player game is definitely different than a three or four, but I would say a three and four player game are both kind of similar to each other. Yeah. So, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you you yeah. mentioned that what what game did you say it was like chess and checkers ish? I as you were saying that I'm like what game is this kind of like? It kind of reminds me of uh, what was it called? Uh, Dots and boxes a little bit in that you you kind of start out all right I think I'll do this and everything's pretty open but eventually it gets down to points where it's like all right if I do this you've got all this stuff but if I do this then we kind of split that and this could go that way and this could go that so it's a, a little bit more like that but honestly way better I'm not a huge fan of dots and boxes <laughs> I like hey, that's my fish <laughs> I have never played dots and boxes you've never what are you <laughs> you crazy maybe maybe you called it something else it's the one where you put like a bunch of dots in a grid and by grid, I mean like a square grid. And then on your turn, you like oh. add a line between dots. And then any time yeah. that you claim an entire square, you put your your first initial in it. And then and yeah. you get another turn. Yeah, do you I call do that something that else? You know, you know what this actually does remind me of is uh, a video game. The do you remember play the Seven Up video games? This with the spots, oh the Seven Up spots. I remember that there was a game. I don't think I ever played it though. Um, there was a game that, uh, this, now that did like, as soon as I started talking about it, I was like, oh my God, that is exactly that. Anyway, I can't remember anything about it except it was the seven up spots. And, uh, <laughs> and this game reminds me of it a lot. Um, uh, what was that game? And was it on Nintendo? I think it was on, I think it was on Nintendo. I think it was Nintendo. Yeah. And, uh, oh, anyway. Yeah. And it was just like that. It was just an animated spot he would it was dots and then when you moved he would like come alive jump out of the dot and then jump into a new dot and become the next one anyway just a cool little nintendo thing <laughs> but it was a really fun game and yeah it kind of reminds me of that where you're just sort of a slowly diminishing area where you can go and then you've got to kind of navigate that as you um, as the board disappears 
So anyway, I guess there's a there's a rich history of games with this feel to it. But but hey, that's my fish does it really really well. And especially as someone who really enjoys like family games because I have a young kid. Like I like I I had fun playing this without kids. But I think this is a great great game to um, intro to kids or just kids who like board games already. Or um, I don't know. Anyway, I think. We'll talk about this maybe in a minute, but like there, it may not be for every gamer gamer because there isn't much to this game. But what there is is really good. So I, I don't know what who have, who have you played it with? Have you had any experience with people who just were mad on it, or have you? Uh, is it mostly I mean, gone I'm, over pretty well? I've mostly played it with my wife. The few times I've played it with more people, it's like my wife and a friend. I played it at work once. It definitely it went over well. Um, it's it's. It's a game where when you play it, the rules are so simple. Like it's as as you mentioned, it's very similar of rules to like checkers, where it's like, all right, I can just move in this way, and these are. It's easy to know what the bounds of the game are. There's no like weird like, oh, and then there you you can castle by doing this move. But if this happens, then you've got a triple bogey whammy zam, or you know, it's you've you've hit the wicked wango card type of stuff. It's nothing nothing crazy is gonna happen. You can. Right. It's very easy to just pick up. Uh, what's happening um, in in the board? Um, so it, it it's it's super simple to understand. And I'm sorry, I got distracted. My computer's like, "Do you want to restart?" I'm like, "No, I don't want to restart." Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I hit the right button. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 really easy to get out onto the table. I mean, it's it, it's a tiny box. It's gosh, it's like a five inch by five inch box that it comes in and i i mentioned this to you earlier before we started that it it's a game where you don't have to like kind of separate things out it's just you kind of just dump it into the box and then spill it all out it set up takes a little while because you kind of have to make sure everything's flipped on the right spot and you're kind of carefully wedging things uh into this weird hexagonal grid type shape but uh it it's even even with setup, it's still a super quick game. I really enjoy it. I, 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 the, I, I've never played it and gone, man. I wish I, I hadn't have played that, or I wish I would have brought something else, or, man. Like even the games I lose, I'm still enjoying because I there's that thought process of okay, can I recover from it? Because there's always a chance to recover. Um, there, right. I, I, I played a game with you where I'm like, oh god, I think he's got it. But then you made one wrong move, and I'm like, all right, I can capitalize. <laughs> so if if you can think just right, and if 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 you can get away with a few things, it it it's it's really fun. Yeah, it's addictive. Like we played, I don't know what four <laughs> five games in a row. We played, I, we played really... four games. You were totally addicted to this game. <laughs> yeah, geez, I had to stop. I'm like, okay, we got to record. But uh, yeah, this was just yeah, it's really addictive. It's it's um, like you said, it's it, with setup. I, I once again, I've only played the virtual game, but with setup, it doesn't seem like it'd be that bad with uh, the physical game. And just I don't know, once you're done, you you kind of feel like okay, let's try that one more time <laughs> because it you know the board changes each round, and so your placement's going to be a little different, or the way you're going to go, and it's just fun to. We were both talking about the last game, like strategy of just clumping all your guys in one spot would that work but then you're like no i don't want to do that i feel like that we'll try something else but um but yeah it's just sort of fun to try to come up with new strategies around placement at the beginning and then of course as the game progresses you it it, the replayability is just great because the it's always different and the, the choices are always going to be different it's it's the overall choice of getting territory for yourself or or um 
blocking off territory for yourself and maybe grabbing high value fish as high value as possible on the way to that. But the way that happens is so different each time. And, um, uh, just, just surprising, just really surprising. It reminds me of other games that we reviewed, like Backgammon's a good example, but other like strategic games that you can play quickly and not necessarily passively. You could definitely play this passively, but you just can play it while like talking. Like there is strategy to be had here, and you do have to think about where you're going to go or what your opponent might be doing, what they're trying to do. Um, but there's there's definitely room for conversation over this. So. Uh, I guess we could just transition right into that <laughs> tabletop and all that stuff. But yeah, let's uh, first of all let's talk about what's it like on the table and what's what what to expect and how your table is going to be occupied uh, with this game. So Alex mentioned the grid of tiles. The playing it virtually, I can't exactly say how big that is so how big of a central area would you say that grid once, is? once you've put the grid together i'd say oh god maybe like 10 inches by 10 inches it's not that big okay yeah so pretty small um so that's that's kind of the main area so, so there's a central grid uh, area of the board or that is the board basically it at the beginning of the game where all of the ice flow is it's a big ice flow out there and then you're going to be placing your penguins on it depending on player count it's how many penguins are going to be using so basically everything's going to be happening there the only thing that's going to be in front of you is that as your penguins take ice off or chunks of ice off the board you're going to be putting them in front of you in the virtual version there's a nice little bag to collect them all but that's not necessary by any means so you're just going to have a growing little pile near wherever you are to be clear that it's yours so other than that that's it no dice no cards just those things so set up and tear down and play are pretty straightforward so this is a game that of course if you have like a big central food like pizza or something like that maybe not the best situation but if you're having snacks or even a regular meal with a plate in front of you then i think this fits really well into it in fact even i could definitely see eating over this game while you're being played, while it's being played in the center of the table, everyone's just eating their meal while they play. I could see this going really, really well in that sense. Um, have you guys taken this out much? Uh, most of the time, yeah, we've taken it out. In fact, we just took it out a few days ago. Um, I, we had a gigantic table because you know they'll they'll seat you anywhere now, uh, and and there's like no one right. around. So it's just like, oh, great, I have a table for six people, uh, and. <laughs> I can yeah, easily yeah. easily fit things on this table. Lovely, uh, but uh, uh, even even when before the whole uh, quarantine uh, happened and all this other stuff, uh, we d- it it fits on pretty much any table uh, that you play with. It's never it's never been an imposition. And again, the game is so quick. Like I feel like setup and playtime take about the same amount of time. Maybe I guess a little bit less because I tend to be a very much more thoughtful about my play. So it's it's not going super quick, but uh, it it goes fast enough that even if you think it's going to be trouble, you can probably play it before your your meal gets there. So yeah, um, oops, excuse me. Uh, that's the one of the great thing about COVID right now is <laughs> seating at tables. There's so much room. We went to a beer garden recently and it was the same thing where it's just like, you know, it's huge galley tables and you have like the half of it to yourself almost. So, um, yeah, I could see this being perfect for taking out. So that's, that sounds exactly what I was thinking. 
Um, so let's see. What else was I going to say here? What We talked about uh, layout, but vibe, we kind of mentioned that before. This is just great for talking over like alex was saying it's fast it's light enough where you're not mulling over turns um really difficulty at least in the two-player experience for my end i felt like there were always interesting choices and i I would imagine it's similar in the higher player counts to a degree where uh with having four penguins out there you might not you're kind of focusing on maybe one or two areas at a time and then uh that shifts though so you might be having oh I'm gonna be trying to get these penguins positioned over here, uh, but then you realize oh mate I'm kind of leaving things over here so you're going back over there. Any of your penguins movements typically are really interesting. There's there's a good option there. It, some are obviously better than others. Some you should do try to do doing in certain order if you can see it. But I really thought there was quite a good mix of interesting strategy options. And even if you make the wrong quote unquote wrong move. You're not the game's not over, and there's still ways to move your penguins to continue and maybe get back that positioning. Um, so you can play that paying full attention or paying sort of passive attention to the game. Anyway, one of those games where there's it's it's sort of a, a gamut of really passive play to um, all right, we're gonna sit and we're gonna stare at this board, and I'm gonna make the right decision every time. <laughs> type right. of game. It's just how you want to approach it. Yeah. All right. Let's see. What else can we say? Uh, I let's talk about who this is for and who's this is not for. I think this is definitely a game that's well a solidly well designed light game. I think most people would probably like this game. It may not be everyone's favorite game. They may not want to constantly play it. But I I can't think of anyone who would really just be like, boo, this game's stupid. Yeah. The only thing I could think of is that uh, someone who just really doesn't like light games and simple structure games. You know, sometimes you hear the complaint of people being like, it's not a game, it's an activity. This is definitely a game, but it is a light game. And so the only group I can think of is people who would just be, eh, I'm not into light games. Can you think of anything else that would be pro or con for why people would love this one or, or hate it? You know, I can't really think. Of, I It's definitely... It's not a game. I don't think it's a game anyone goes, oh, this is my favorite game. Except for maybe, I guess kids might really enjoy the game. I can definitely see kids saying, yeah, this is my favorite game because there's a lot of fun things to it. You, there's, you know, the, who doesn't love penguins? Plus, it's, it's, it's a very thoughtful game, but also you don't have to think too hard. So it, it makes, you, makes you feel smart when you pull off something very interesting. And it's not that hard to pull off something interesting. So it always gives you a chance of like, ooh, I'm, I feel like I'm at an advantage at this point. And games very much go back and forth. So you're really enjoying it as you play. So I think most people are going to enjoy it uh, because it's not supposed to be hugely in-depth. I think if anyone who doesn't enjoy it may have brain damage is what I'm going to go with. Uh, <laughs> so <clears throat> that's, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> fair, fair enough. <laughs> people with I'm sorry for ins- insulting those people who who don't like this game for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Han- people with severe physical handicaps from head trauma will not like this game, but that could be said about probably most uh, games like this. But uh, yeah, so anyway, just a good a good one that's broadly applicable. And like I said before, great. Obviously, it's designed for families, and so this is a really great option for a family game. I I think I'm going to pick this one up for a. It's so cheap, and b. I think this is right in the wheelhouse of games that we play 
with my family. And I also think if you are being, if you are someone who is has a child in your family that you play with, and you're looking kind of introing them to concepts and skill sets that games are going to build off of. This is a big one. Territory control here is really fascinating. It's not only just moving your piece in to um, get the thing you want or block out a territory, but also the the six options of moving direction is similar to like chess the bare bones of like chess or checkers uh check checkers are less so because it's more direct in uh or two directions um but uh this game sort of is a precursor to the complexity of a chess piece move in other games that have that like the duke of obviously games of that ilk so this is a good groundwork laying skill set game if that's something you're considering with your family uh, which is something I definitely do with with mine six year old. I'm training him to play the games that I want to play. <laughs> uh, but anyway, just a great intro game, a great family game, and one that I think you, as an adult you'd have fun with too, and still give your kid a good challenge. It's funny with our uh, son right now; he is to the point where we can actually play some games, like straight up play against him on some games. He gets them to the to the point, and I could see. This one, well, it depends on the age of the kid, but I definitely see kids grasping this pretty quickly and being able to really play this completely as opposed to um, sort of just your parents guiding you on what you should be doing. So that's always nice. All right, let's see. Would your mom like this game? Interesting. I, gosh. Okay, so big, big, big slights against it. Big knocks against it. No dice. <laughs> That's always number one. Are there any dice? No. But there are some great moments of this game. But are they exciting enough swings to be in your mom's wheelhouse? I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say she would like this, but she wouldn't be at all rushing to play this. She might play this and be like, "Yeah, that was all right." <laughs> Do we have a category for that? I we do. I I'm classifying this one as a maybe no. Uh, yeah, I think I think she might enjoy it. I she, I she definitely wouldn't love this game, but there definitely there could easily be moments where she's like, "Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna grab that." And I think I think she would enjoy just the play of the game, but the overall like the best way to play the game of like, oh, do you have to worry about this territory? She wouldn't really be into that, but she would definitely, in a four-person game, I think she could kind of get into it just because it's it's hard to feel bad about, oh, well, they're just obviously playing better than me type of a thing, where in a four-person game, it's just like, all right, well, I can kind of carve this area out, and I think people might leave me alone over here. You know, I think she would definitely enjoy the three- or four-person game more than the head-to-head. I feel like at the head-to-head, she would just feel like, all right, you're obviously going to win. Why am I even playing this type of a thing? Whereas in a four-person game, she'd definitely have a bit more camaraderie in there, and like she she would probably be the one to make deals of like, all right, you and me, we're doing this together. Don't, all right, we can probably do that. So I think that's why I'm putting it at maybe no, I don't. Again, I don't think this is going to be a go-to game for her. I think she likes a little bit more like, yeah, moments. Even though there could be yeah moments, they just feel a bit more subdued, I guess. Uh, yeah. So yeah, maybe no. I think you had the right idea on that. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. All right, I nailed it. <laughs> well, regardless, <laughs> you're getting good. Uh, you're getting I'm good. getting good at this. Getting pretty good. Uh, regardless of that, though, I think you guys should definitely check this one out. It's like I said, it's so cheap. It's um, you were saying that it comes in a small box. It's not a full box game. It comes in a smaller box size. 
Yeah, it's like five inches by five inches by I'm gonna say one and a half inches. Oh, nice. So yeah, so really small. I love those little games too when they like uh, clearly packaged correctly that <laughs> yeah. isn't just a giant box with a few cards or a few tiles in it so the a little game a, or a nice game in a small package is always great and especially for those of you with collections um i know mine is is at, you know the shelf space is nice when you can tuck one in somewhere <laughs> so this one is uh, also nice especially for taking out too i think this goes really well to taking out um as well so definitely check out hey that's my fish from fantasy flight or if you can get the Oh, why, why do I keep thinking it's Madigo? It's Mayfair. Mayfair won the original. <laughs> good luck, on, Good luck to you, sir. All right, everybody. Well, that will do it for us. I unfortunately do not have a catchphrase today. My apologies to our listening audience. I will do better next time, but uh, maybe my catchphrase will be goodbye. <laughs> That's your catchphrase. Goodbye. That's <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Not your best, but not your worst, oddly enough. Not your worst. (laughs) Somewhere in the middle of that one. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening to us. We will catch you next week. You can, of course, get a hold of us in a couple of ways if you'd like to on Twitter and Instagram at Chits and Chat. Uh, we'd love to hear you or hear from you. We'd love to hear you. Just uh, record your audio and then send it off to us. We'd like to hear from you and uh, get your thoughts on uh, games that you're playing, games that we could review or games that we have reviewed. Uh, anything, really. Just, I don't know, thoughts of the day. What's the weather like in your area? Your fears and hopes that right now? Just whatever. We're desperate for communication. But uh, Are you out anyway. there? Hello? <laughs> Please, somebody, tell us, tell us we're not the only ones left. But uh, anyway, we hope you're all doing well, and uh, we will catch all of you on the uh, next episode. Goodbye.